Wright back on the With Joey B podcast. Luke and I today unpacking Naval Ravikant and what he thinks about young people going to university today. So Naval talks about the credentialing that people get out of university. Does that make sense, Luke, when I say credentialing? Sort of. <laughs> it's basically credentials, right? So um, something to indicate how competent you are, right? Like, ah, oh, that person's smart. They went to university. Right? Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. So he talks about how that credentialing part of university, for example, uh, they must be a good engineer. They studied engineering or they must be smart. They went to uni, whatever it is, whatever that credentialing might be be for your situation how this will become less useful over time um, but it's probably completely useless in some quarters already and at some point soon that part of university will be completely obsolete okay he makes a really great point this this part is all i'm completely in agreement with this part um, like it's not it's not completely useless for some people it is completely useless right now this part of it right like the signifying that you're smart at something or you're competent. Um, but this is really important, that you can gain credentials in other ways, like creating a prominent website, a business, or book from a young age, right? We know that there's a lot of teenage entrepreneurs now. We know that it's fashionable really in Silicon Valley for tech entrepreneurs to be actually quite young as opposed to older. Jobs and Wozniak and Gates and Paul Allen, they were all quite young when they started Apple and Microsoft and companies like that. So there's this real case for like what youth can do and how that would obviously having built a business or something would probably supersede the credentials that a university degree provides, right? If, if that's the goal. Um, this was the point I made with 18 and lost, so are we. When you compare 18 and lost to um, like a, a degree, for example, not that they're like for like products, but the authors who participated, we set that up as a learning experience for them and ourselves, right? My, myself too. And for a fraction of the time, you know, it was a concentrated month or six weeks for most of our authors, for Jordan, Tyler and all them, um, with only little things to do after. So it was much shorter in duration activity. Um, probably, I'd argue, much more diverse learning like more broadly applicable skills and probably deeper relationships, even though the niche us tighter group. Uh, and if you think about the credential you get out of actually being a self-published author, which they all are, and then in this case, you know, got endorsements from Godin and stuff like that. Uh, you know, the thing about what that says about you compared to having a degree uh, you know, I'd argue in so many situations, having a book would help you stand out way more book is such a strong signal of you're an intentional um i guess intelligent competent person right like it, even if you're applying for a job as a lawyer or a job as a i don't know even at, at some unrelated company where you're not necessarily writing i'd still argue that it looks pretty good on your cv to have you know written a book or self-published a book right it just stands out so I guess this is, that's an example of the point he's making. Excuse me. Now, in the eyes of Silicon Valley, going back to Naval, he says it's almost better to get accepted to Stanford. I don't know if you know Stanford, Luke, but then drop mm -hmm. out. 
What to get the credentials? <laughs> to get the because like, well, think about um, you know Zuckerberg dropped out of uni. Uh, Bill Gates went to university, but then dropped right, out. Right, right, Like it's yeah. almost, it's almost like you are smart enough or or competent enough to get in because Stanford still got prestige, right? Still got brand power, especially in that world in Silicon Valley, because it's so skewed towards that culture. But it's it's fashionable actually to drop out. In other words, like you've got the credential part of having gone there you know completing the degree doesn't really say that you're smart almost anymore especially in that world because why would you complete a degree if you actually can go start your startup or join some startup does that make sense it's almost like the ecosystem and that's just Mm. one of the hubs for it the degree itself is not providing that much value not even the completion of the degree does that does that make sense yeah yeah so obviously those famous entrepreneurs made that distinction and actually dropped out which i imagine that's what you're referring to exactly so it's like that's the funny culture that's there now it's almost like you want to go but you don't actually want to graduate maybe i don't know it's almost like are there minus points for graduating i don't know i can't insinuate that but it's funny so this is his advice for young people because there's an 18 year old who asks him this question in an interview he says if you're the kind of person that needs to question whether or not you should go to university at least today in 2021, then yes, go to university. On the other hand, there are a small set of people who can't stand the idea of wasting three or four years of their life in university when they could be building something. But those people should not go to university. So he has two conditions on that. Firstly, get into the best university you can for the signaling mechanism, right? Like being able to say, I went to this Stanford rather than just, I went to, I don't know, local college. And then also, once you're in, study something worthwhile that you can't learn on your own, perhaps medicine, biology, law, physics, math, or computer science, hard skills, not social sciences. Uh, So that's, that's the two conditions he has on that advice. So to recap, if you're young, you're still curious about uni, maybe you should go and try it out. Um, But on the other hand, if you, if you're like, why would I go there? Actually, actually make things in that time definitely don't go but then he has those two conditions i think the first part is interesting because i suspect that maybe what what people should be aware of here is is age and gen and um generational differences because i know that older people put way more stock on credentials than people born say after 1990 people born in our period luke and after seem not as interested in your kind of um how do i put this like certified by some sort of authoritative body credentials, right? Like mm-hmm. a license to do something, like a license to sell, I don't know, Telstra contracts or phone contracts or education mm-hmm. services. They're much more interested in your story. Whereas older people are much more interested in like, oh, what qualifies you to do this? You know? Um, yeah. Uh, Joe's speaking on the podcast because he studied psychology. <laughs> my psychology like degree learning has very almost zero application to what i talk about on the podcast so even though he he puts that spin on it i actually don't think that that's as relevant maybe in some situations but obviously a lot of people of his age are still the employers in the workforce so you do need a narrative that is compelling to them but also the second part about studying something worthwhile that you can't learn on your own I think it's still suspect like there's a huge rise in alternate education for things like coding um 
and stuff like that. So I don't know if that's something you can only learn at university, but I am not a computer science student. Uh, but even those other things, and I agree, most of those people should go to university if you're interested in medicine, biology, law, physics, math. The only other problem is the quality of the teaching is still very suspect. Like it's it's still, the feedback I kind of get from my corner of the world is, you know, the learning style is still not the best. Um, that that that's like that's a big shame because I think those people really still need the qualification to go do something, or they need that um, that network they get from you know working with other people in law and I don't know teeing up internships and stuff like that. But it is a uh, it is you know the learning style is still not very optimal and it still leaves a lot to be desired. And a lot of people say they only really learn once they get into the workforce. So those I feel actually feel for those people who that's the pathway they're passionate about because I really would not like to do the learning, uh, not the learning, sorry. I wouldn't like to go through the educational requirements for that pathway for sure myself. So yeah, I think that's still suspect. Anyway, wrapping up this point, he notes that there's a lot of like, he's acquired a sort of eloquence with speaking because of all the books he's read when he was young and that gives him major career advantages. And we make that argument as a lot, a lot in constant student. Like speaking is one of those foundational, transferable skills. Um, and again, I don't know if that's university's best pre- like prepare people for that. And he's saying he got that outside of university. For his own kids, he says he would drill down on math, logic, English speaking, and computer science. But we'll talk about that in a later episode. But anyway, that is a that is his opinions for you know advice for young people um yeah it's it's very interesting because it, it kind of makes sense but it just shows you how it's kind of really on the way <laughs> on the way out um if, that, if that's what people are in i guess like silicon valley in those circles think all right so yeah if you don't have any questions on that luke and if that all made sense um the, the next part tomorrow we'll be talking about this one's pretty controversial how the social part of school creates more problems than it solves. So we'll be back for that one tomorrow.